My name is Richard Delaney and welcome back to another episode of The Knowledge. At gambling.com, we take responsible gambling seriously. For today's episode, we wanted to shine a light on a company that's doing important work in the space. To that end, I spoke with Jack Simmons, co-founder and director at Gamban. Gamban is an easy-to-use application that blocks online gambling on all devices on which it is installed. Perhaps now, with partial and full lockdowns still in place in different countries, Gamban is needed more than ever. Jack and I spoke about a lot of things today, including his own struggles with gambling, how he came up with the idea for the company, and the uptick in users Gamban has seen during the challenging times we're all currently facing. Remember to subscribe to The Knowledge on SoundCloud, Spotify and iTunes. Without further delay, I hope you enjoy the episode. Hi, I'm Jack Simmons, I'm from Gamban, and this is The Knowledge. As somebody who has had his own problems with gambling habits in the past, Jack Simmons, co-founder and director of Gamban, is well-versed in blocking software. I needed something I could install um, across my devices, and at the time uh, I I was using a MacBook um, and an iPhone, and there was just nothing uh, that I could could use. I I looked at um, parental control software, so I, I, I used NetNanny. Um, which, which is pretty good at what it does, but what it does is parental control, not blocking, um, not not sort of self exclusion. Uh, so I needed to, uh, I needed to give my my father the the password, and actually, as a however old I was at the time, um, I had to sort of treat myself like a child, which was kind of infantilizing. Frustrated with the experiences he was having, Jack wanted to create something that was cross-platform and more functional. I just found that these tools were so clunky um, and, and you know, if you, if you wanted to find out what time a restaurant opens or closes, um, you, you would be blocked from that web page because like casinos, restaurants tend to serve chips um, and so so you'd be sort of blocked from being able to access um, these 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 perfectly um, acceptable websites. Um, so, yeah, I, I wanted something that was easy um, to install, cross-platform, um, very effective, but not sort of in your face. Um, and at the time, nothing existed. I asked Jack where the idea for Gamban was conceptualized, and I got a pretty surprising answer. So the idea for Gamban, I suppose, like all, all great ideas, uh, began in a hot tub. Um, <laughs> and I just... I was speaking with my father and just said, look, I, 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 about three years before I finished another uh, tech startup, um, and I'd been working for you know a few years on, on various bits and pieces, um, and I just said, look, th- this is something that is affecting me. I know that I can do something uh, if I like this, if if I put my mind to it. I know there's people um, in the same position as me, as us, because my, my father too, he, he he's he's familiar with with um with gambling not not at the extent that i have um experience but but yeah we 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 thought that this is something that definitely needed to be explored you know i suppose in the first instance i built a um a prototype on my uh my mac computer because that was the thing there was nothing available on on mac on apple um so i just wanted something that would work so that i didn't have to switch to windows which i didn't really want at the time and um, within about a weekend, I built up uh, a database of, of 
um, it doesn't sound like much, but at the time it was it was it was adequate. I think uh, about sixteen thousand gambling site domains, which I just basically put into a spreadsheet um, and blocked on my computer um, at, at sort of the uh, um, local level. Fast forward to twenty twenty, and Gamban is now a full fledged operation. I'm I'm really pleased with where we are at the moment. Um, I believe Gamban to be the best possible um, gambling blocking software on each of the four platforms that we work on um, possible within the confines of these platforms. Um, I know there are limitations to, um, to blocking software. There are limitations to each of the different self-exclusion tools. But in terms of the blocking software, um, it is, I think, the... And I from a, an evaluation point of view, we've, we've, we've had a couple of evaluations. Um, I think this is as, as good as blocking software can be at present. So currently we've got about, we've got eight full timers, um, and four freelancers. Um, and we had, we've had quite a bit of a roller coaster. We've had at one point we built up to 19, um, members of the team. Uh, some of those were freelancers, I'd say about five freelancers, uh, but now we're, Eight full time, four freelancers, and that size is it's fine for where we are at the moment. But we are going to have to grow fairly quickly. Uh, we're all based uh, mostly around the Southampton, Hampshire region of the south coast of England, um, but a couple of our freelancers are based in in uh, in Greece, in Athens. So we've learned how the company was set up, but now let's look at the software itself. What exactly does Gamban do for its users? Uh, you install Gamban on as many devices as you want, um, and it it stops you from being able to access gambling websites and applications, gambling applications. Um, so that's kind of what it does in broad strokes. Um, we also have a bit of an underlying thing where we sort of signpost very softly, but we sort of signpost to additional resources that may help. So that's GamStop, the National Online Gambling Self-Exclusion Scheme, um, and uh, and treatment options as well. Um, so when you come into GamStop, you've decided enough gambling for me, you've self-excluded online, so your devices can't access it. We then try and make it more, we, we then try and make self-exclusion more effective by layering it up with the other tools, including bank blocking, um, you know, restricting bank transactions for gambling merchants, um, and, uh, and, and other, whatever else is, is available, um, in, in the region that the individual signs up. Jack informs me that Gamban is available worldwide. It's used pretty much everywhere, but some countries have shown significantly more sign-ups than others. The majority of, of people are, are still coming in from the UK, but I, I think that's probably because we're based mostly in the UK and therefore naturally the focus for us has been in the UK. But we're seeing a lot of, uh, a lot of users coming in from Germany. Um, a, a lot of users, it, it, it's usually our second biggest uh, market. Um, the US is is growing quite quite significantly. Um, Finland has always been pretty high up there, um, often often second or third, um, and uh, and also uh, the Netherlands as well. I think what what's interesting about this is Finland and Germany both have had or have um, fairly fairly low level of support for problem gamblers um and so 
if, if you're looking for some tool or something that that can help um there's very little in the market that that is available and so i think that's possibly why gamban has been so popular in these markets a lot of gamban installations are perhaps unsurprisingly on one type of device if we look at sort of the device breakdown it's quite interesting as well it's um overwhelmingly mobile now um it, it, it's definitely over the past five years it's grown more mobile so uh, i think last time i checked um which towards the beginning of the year um, it's about 75% mobile and of that it's about 50% um, iOS and about 50% Android and of Android it's almost 90% Samsung so that gives you some idea but I think the the interesting thing around some of these devices whether it's desktop um, Windows or Android is the sheer di diversity of of the different devices uh, represents a bit of a challenge to us um, in this space in that we need to stay ahead of the sort of the different ROM requirements and the different um, security requirements that each of these platforms use. I mean, where they've got their own sort of flavor of, of, uh, of an operating system, um, you, you, you do have to sort of factor that in when you're developing for these, for these devices. There are, there are usually kind of, quirks that you need to take into account. As was the case with Jack's own experience, certain types of blocking software interpret gambling sites in an ambiguous and sometimes inaccurate manner. Blocking sites that really aren't related to gambling at all. So, how granular or how non-particular is Gamban? So we've got all of the the kind of the more traditional green felt kind of gambling products are are blocked. So that's casino, lottery, bingo, poker, um, you know, all of those kind of um, sports betting, those sort of products that we know as gambling. Um, something like uh, spread betting, for example, which falls under, not under the gambling commission, but under the FCA, which is a very strange one to me. Um, spread betting, uh, binary options, some of these kind of, uh, what I suppose we'd call very casual trading uh, products that sort of that veer into gambling we, we've taken the decision to block those as well um, so they are blocked um, things like loot boxes okay so skins we we could we could talk for hours about this um, so gaming is a is an interesting one we've we've taken the decision to block sites that allow you to gamble with skins or cryptocurrency even as a form of currency for us gambling is uh the actual activity of of gambling that relies on something um with that, that allows or facilitates real money whether that's pounds dollars euros uh skins or cryptocurrency um should be blocked under gamban that's what we that's what we think so so to give you some idea, to put that into context, um, are we able to block uh, loot boxes within, I don't know, FIFA or as you say, CSGO? Um, no. Uh, there was something that we did a while ago that that prevented some of the, uh, the transactions within the Steam platform, but it, it was just a bit blunt and a bit clunky. And we got more uh, users saying, could you remove this, please, than, than could you add this? Um, as for what's quite interesting is, is is when you 
if you take your item, um, your skin, your your in in play cosmetic item, you're able to uh, to gamble that on some of these kind of fairly black market sites, and usually very primitive games, things like uh, <clears throat> a coin toss or something, or a um, <laughs> I don't know if they still do which hand, you know. And it's very strange the way they operate because if if you think about sort of the the complexity and the the graphics uh, of of the game that the, the individual is playing, they come to a, a site where it's kind of like you know spot the ball or whatever the game is just to sort of double up, triple up their the value of their skin only to be able to go off and uh, trade that for real money anyway. So so we we block this any site that allows you to to gamble real money or money that or, or items that can be exchanged for real money. That's that's where we are. Interesting, more interesting still is the area of free social games, um, social casinos. Um, and whilst we're not blocking applications like Candy Crush that, yes, do allow you to pay, um, and yes, people do get carried away with in-app purchases, our focus is blocking the social casinos um, that allow you to, in some cases, spend as much as £249 on chip sets um, that allow you to continue uh, to play with no out, no financial like possibility of a of a cash out. So we block these apps um, as part of Gamban. At the moment, much of the world is still in a partial or full lockdown, and I wanted to know if that has had a major effect on Gamban usership. We've certainly seen an increase in in users, but but we aren't able to make a direct link between uh, whether that's a hundred percent down to lockdown. Um, I think we can make some assumptions. Uh, the issue that we've had is we just introduced uh, monthly billing, um, which may have increased uptake. Um, our our website is is particularly optimized for uh, for search engine optimization benefits. Um, so so whether or not the the growth rate is down to uh, down to the talented team at Gamban, or whether it's down to more people needing the uh, the software, I, I I don't know. But we've seen about a thirty percent growth rate um, compared with this time last year. Um, the other thing that's quite interesting is we have seen an increase in the number of people who are looking to uninstall Gamban. Um, so and those uninstallation requests, I can't give you the exact stat at the moment, um, but the uh, but the the it's interesting that that this is uh, this is something that we would experience that that also on the other side um, that Gamstop have also experienced in terms of uh, early termination requests. So that 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 perhaps suggests that people are um, are are either questioning why they self excluded in the first place, or they're perhaps a little bit bored at home and want some excitement. Um, I think. There are lots of interesting dynamics uh, when it comes to isolation. Um, obviously, it's new territory for all of us. Um, one of the things that, that we thought uh, there would be an influx of new users, and that would be a sort of would be quite bittersweet, I, I suppose. Um, but we also figured that the flip side is true as well. Um, if you're if you're indefinitely um, isolating you might think twice about self-excluding because it is at least, it is something that you know will reliably keep you occupied. Um, 
so there's a bit of a there's, there's two ways of looking at, at that but yeah i mean overall i think i think it's uh it's fair to say that there has been an uptick since uh, since lockdown Gamban is now a firmly established blocking software and is widely available and used. With my interview with Jack wrapping up, I asked him what future plans were on the table for the company. We're, we're making some progress in uh, the US, in New Zealand, in Australia, um, which all looks very promising. Um, I imagine closer relationships with the banks, uh, perhaps using a bit of a byproduct of Gamban, which is our constantly evolving um, database of gambling sites and applications, perhaps using that as part of the fight against um, sort of or policing black market access in different jurisdictions, looking at sort of new and innovative ways to get people into safe hands when, uh, you know, when, when they need, when they need support. Um, and I think generally just trying to bring things more closely together so that things are more integrated and it's more uh, simple to get the help that, that you need. I think at the moment it's still quite fragmented um, and, uh, and, and, and that needs to change. A massive thank you to Jack and the team at Gamban for helping to organise today's podcast. If you'd like to learn more about the fantastic work that Gamban does, you can do so by visiting their website today. That is gamban.com. You've been listening to The Knowledge Podcast, brought to you by Gambling.com. To hear new episodes as soon as they're released, make sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify and SoundCloud. Simply search for The Knowledge on your preferred platform.